This episode is going to be a little bit different. We got a DM and it actually came from the UK from one of, one of it was actually a follower that um, has been following a lot of the stuff that we're doing. What we decided to do was um, surprise them and it actually was set up by Matt's girlfriend. Uh, Matt had a birthday and we were set up to be a Zoom call to his family for the birthday and lo and behold it was Ben and I on the other end uh, having a drink with him, talking about his dog Pippa. Um, and it was kind of a fun episode, a little bit different than the ones we've done in the past and possibly a direction that we're going to go with a little bit more in the future. So enjoy this one. It's a little set up a little bit different than our traditional, uh, video blogs and podcasts, but I think you'll like it. Matt, who wants to say hi? What? Hey, birthday mate. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing real well. How are you doing? Good. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Very good, but yeah. Happy birthday. That's, well, it's just real. Yeah. Bloody hell. It's real. Thank you so much. Oh, look, I love your videos. Absolutely. Wow. Awesome, man. Um, just... Well, you, you, you sent a couple of videos, so. Yeah, I've sent a couple of videos, and we said that we've obviously been following your channel, um, and Matt literally uh, is, like, just non-stop watching. Hours, <laughs> hours I'm probably on episode 50 of um, the, Bella, the Bella one. Sure, um, sure. Go and get, get Pippa. Yeah. So we got, um, I, I had a lab... Um, well, she, unfortunately, my first lab died back in April, um, which was very sad. I, I went to a gun dog trainer with her sure. and learned just as much as, as, as what the dog did. Um, but she died back in April. So, and then we just got another pup uh, four weeks ago. So Yes. Well, I, I, I saw um, – that's your girlfriend, right? Yeah. So, yeah, she, yeah. She, so she sent me some messages. Um, I, I, I'm sorry for your loss. It was Poppy, wasn't it? Poppy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry for your loss. I, I, uh, I've been there. I, I know it's tough. Um, I can I, tell by the things you say on your videos, you, you, you love your dogs. Absolutely. It, it, it's very personal to you, and, and it, the, it's the same with me. And I, I was one of the reasons well, I can tell your passion just through, just through what you do and, and how you deliver the videos. It's, it's, it's really amazing. Awesome. Well, I'm glad. I, I thank you for the support. I thank you for reaching out uh, to me here to, to set this up. We understand, I don't understand. We're a little, we're a little early. Uh, what, March 5th? Is your birthday March 5th? March 5th, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're a little early. Now, I see you got yourself a cold one. So I told Ben here, it's a little early on our time. Oh, yeah. uh, we're going to toast to that one. Cheers. Thanks. No, and, and you're drinking Coors Light. I'm a little surprised at that. Well, um, yeah. yeah, I've only just started drinking it the last couple of years, and one of the local pubs had it on draft, and yeah. after, I love going for a beer after work on a Friday before sure. COVID times, yeah. and they had cause my on tap, and um, there's a few of us that go down, four or five of us after work on a Friday, and we just drink cause light, and it's the perfect beer on a Friday because it's so refreshing and yeah, um, yeah, it's light. I, I was, I'm, I'm glad you like it. Uh, we're drinking Bush Light, which is, I would say, pretty comparable. Um, a okay. little watery, probably, from what you're used to. That's why I was impressed by your willingness to yeah. drink our beer. <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah, all the the craft. Do you have many craft beers over in America now? Yeah, and it's, it it's, it's it's become real popular, and there's there's a lot of them. 
Um, I'm a, I, I'm not a beer snob by any means. I, I like it either wet or cold. So one or the other, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, there, there's quite a bit, but we're, I'm pretty, I'm a Budweiser guy probably most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not, yeah. Nothing, yeah. Nothing too fancy. So. Right. But hey, this is Pepper. Yes. She's a little beauty. <laughs> and how old right now? She's uh, 12 weeks, yeah, 12 weeks, um, and she's, well, I've been training her out in the garden today, um, and she is, well, as you saw from the videos, I can't believe how well she's doing. She's such a quick, quick learner. Yeah. It's amazing, it really is. Um, so I think, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with her. Sure. So, yeah, and that's one thing that I can say, you know, after watching some of the videos, um, both ones that you have sent, but then also I've, I've stalked your page a bit too. I mean, dog's a pretty big deal on this guy's own Instagram page, right? So And so I've watched and, and it's, you know, it is clear you've come, you've come quite a ways here. And so I, I, I like it. I, I think it's refreshing to see that. I think it's real important to, to point out the idea that I think it comes from you're, you jumped on it right away. You didn't allow a lot of bad habits to form. You started getting into forming desirable and good habits right away, which is totally the key. And, and I, I think, you know, that's where I see it a lot easier for you down the road. It's going to make it a lot easier because you're not going to have to train stuff out. Um, yeah. You're starting you, with that being said, just like I do, I always run into some issues. I'm always going to run into some problems, but um, knowing that you've got that good foundation underneath you, that's the key. That's what you're always going to go back to it. And usually when I run into issues, I, I find the, the fix for it is going back and revisiting some of that foundation stuff. Cause somewhere along the lines, something happened and I don't really care what happened. It's what I, it's what I care about is what do you do about it then? You know, how do you respond to it? How do you react to it? But so far for you, I look at boy, you, you're doing really well. And I think, I like it because I also get a sense and I'm going to probably get more of a sense after we talk a little bit more, but um, I want to understand a little bit more of where you want to go with it, how you want to get there. Because I think I see a lot of people have good success early, like you're having right now. The biggest issue that I see pop up is almost going too far too fast. And then it catches up. Cause I always tell people just be patient and enjoy it. You know, like, it's a lot of fun when things are going well, which makes us want to keep going. But the reality is, is I don't think we can speed the puppies up. Like they're puppies. They're so capable of a lot, but we can't force them to get older quicker. We can't force them to mature quicker. And so most people, you're, you're not there yet, but I think you're kind of right on the cusp age-wise with that pup that you're going to start to see, you know, it's, it's the idea of like the honeymoon, you know, everything is good on the honeymoon when you're honeymoon and it's, it's, everything's really good, but honeymoons don't last forever. And the reality is, is when things start to get a little bit tough, you know, that's, that's where you fall back on the foundation. And I think that's, I think that's true with relationships. If you're talking honeymoon stuff. It's really true. It's true with puppies. It's true with everything in life. So I do think that, I do think that you probably haven't seen it yet, but you're gonna. And then my hope is that that's that foundation is solid enough where you just go, well, we're just going to take a step back and slow yeah. it down. I it's, it's the, it's controlling that enthusiasm, that drive, that momentum that we have to want to push the dog so far. I'm not saying that's what you guys are, what you're seeing are going to, I think it's what most people see. 
So, yeah. you know, give me a, if you could, and this is your, this is your time. So we can talk about anything you want. Um, but I, I, I get more out of it and I think I can help more getting a clear, having a clear understanding of like, what do you, where are you going with it in the, where do you want to be in the end? And then I think it's easier for us to look at that and go, that'll be fun when we get there, but that's this far out, you know, it's a ways out. I think, I think the key is to enjoy it between right now, enjoy it from when you got her, you know, four weeks, would you get her about eight weeks old? Uh, Yeah. About seven. Yeah. 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 So you've had her for a little over a month now and I can see from your videos that I've seen, I think you're really enjoying her. Like, I'm, I'm I love it. Wrong. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, I, yeah. And so I now, it's, it. now it's continue to enjoy that next window uh, of time, which for me, I don't know if that ever ends. Quite honestly, like I just think it's an ongoing thing, you know. But like, like you say in your videos, it, it's it's you never stop training. It's it's a constant thing. You, you can't just yeah. pick it up ten minutes a day and then put it down. And then pick it up for ten minutes. It, like you say, it's it's a it's a constant thing. And um, having having had a previous dog, that's given me a lot more experience for for Pippa this time round. Sure. Uh, um, but watching your videos, I've I've, I've just learned so much because and a lot of it is his patience, which is, which yeah. is what you've just been saying. And just be patient. And I I only do probably five minutes with her a day, and I know that's enough. I know that's enough. And yep. watching your videos helps. It gives me the confidence to keep going, knowing that I'm doing the right thing and I will get there at the end of the day. Sure. And, it, and I think that's what, what you're trying to put across in your videos. And it, it for me, it comes across clear as day. And it's they are so good. Amazing. Well, that's awesome. I, you know, and I, I want to be clear with you too and anyone who's going to watch this one even. You know, it's tough to film stuff. It is tough because it adds an element. The, I, I think for you, um, look at this as an advantage and anyone else that's, that's doing the same thing that you're doing. Cause you, I, I'm, a, I'm amazed at how many people are, are doing it and enjoying it. And, and it, that's what fuels me. That's what motivates me and pushes me to keep going is feedback like that. But when you realize you got an advantage, cause there's nobody over your shoulder, you know, I got Ben right here. Ben is, tremendous i mean he's just such a he's such a big help for what we're doing but ben and it's not personal ben don't take personal but ben gets in the way you know like the camera gets in the way because the camera affects me because i think about it it's impossible not to but it also is a benefit for me too because it's another level of it's a little guy on my shoulder that checks me to remind me of be patient you know it's and 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 i think you have to do something repetitious consistently to form the habit with the dog i think you also have to do it in your lifestyle so i've become a more patient person because of dog training i've become a better dad because of it i've become a better husband because of it, better friend because go down the list i've just become i think i'm a better person because i think about stuff a little bit differently i've also gotten older and i've also kind of changed things have changed in my life and and i think that's an evolution that everybody goes through the dog, the beauty of it is, is the dog really emphasizes it for me. The dog brings it out in me, the dog, because it's that constant reminder of it. So I'm, yeah. I want you to remember when you watch those videos, it's such a short snippet of the day. It's shut. it's such a, I try to do them as honest as possible. And I try to, to do it as unedited as possible. We, we, we try to do it pretty raw, 
in that's, that's what's really sorry to interrupt that's yeah, what's no. really refreshing about it, it it's it's unedited it, it's real and you can buy dvds or, or or videos of training dogs or whatever but they only show you the snippet of of the good bits yeah all videos you see every day real life everyday stuff sure. and you see some some of the dogs depending on what mood they're in what the what the temperature's like outside what the weather's like they might take two or three steps back but sure but it's having that patience and that confidence to know if you just carry on doing the right thing right. you will get there at the end of the day yeah um, yeah and it's and it's so i i think it's 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 i i say it to be to be sure you realize and, and recognize like i try to capture that the best i can in the videos but then it's just such an extension of that. It's, it's such an ongoing thing throughout the day, which is what, which is why I, I feel like you and so many others can adapt to this, to this idea of always learning, always training, you know, they're always learning. We're always training. And so we just, and I can't, I can't explain it any better than, and I, 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 I try to tell people this, you know, if you have kids, you get it because you got kids. If you don't have kids, you were a kid. So you should get it anyway. I should be able to touch everybody with this with this comparison. Kids don't get trained for short periods of time throughout the day. Kid, when kids become part of life, it's like that's our we're still big kids. I'm a big kid. I learn a lot of stuff all the time. And it's this idea of the dogs are the exact same way. We just it's just role reversal as far as where we step into this idea of their leader and they're going to follow. If you give them a good leader, they'll follow you. And that's yeah. where I've seen you being, I've seen you be able to do it. I notice your, I, you get good eyes for that little puppy. You get good eyes. You, I see a lot of pictures where she's looking up at you, looking up at you, a lot of videos. Where she, and so feed off of that. You know, that's the, that's the, that's the part of that little puppy that gives you energy, gives me energy to go. I'm going to keep feeding that, but it's always that back of the mind of feed the right stuff, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. so what are you, where are you going now? I, I got a little bit of info about you cause you're going to be you, you, and I obviously hunt, we hunt a little bit differently over here. Um, but I'm, a, I'm pretty aware of, and pretty, I think I know a, a bit about how you guys do it, but I, I've never done it. Um, but in, in your shooting is a little different over there. Some of the, you know, the, the peg type shoots, the driven type shoots a little yeah. bit different than what, you know, Cali, a dog I'm training right now, we're just doing a series on it right now. Um, yeah. She's very much, she's very much going to have to get kind of changed to the style of hunting that we're going to be doing with her. I just wrote an article for it about it in for a magazine here called gun dog. And we're talking about like, she's going to be a flushing dog, almost worked like a span, like more like a traditional spaniel for you yeah. to yeah. quarter and cast yeah. flush retrieve. And so yeah. her owner, that's the type of hunting uh, rough shooting. Don't you guys call it rough shooting over there? Uh, well, rough shooting is more, I'd say, pigeon shooting. Um, um, then there's, but what what I do is I I also um, beat. So I what I want her to do is I have the odd few days shooting. So I need her to be a peg dog. Sure. Um, and and then but then so my mum's husband runs his own shoot. So I go and also beat for him. So um, I don't want her to be a, a spaniel, but. Yeah. I wanted to have some of that in her. To when you say beat, when you say you're saying beat, not bait, right? 
Beat. Beat, yeah. Beat, yeah, B-E-A-T. So, so beating is, is flushing the pheasants out of um, cover or, or, or woods um, sure. to, get, to get them to fly at the end of the line. A driver. Um, like over here, you'd be a driver. Yeah. Like, would you drive? Yeah, the driver, yeah. It's the same thing, yeah. Sure. Yeah, so, yep. um, so, yeah, but uh, with that, you do need some, some, some quartering skills and... Yeah. So they don't go too far away from you, but they're, they're nice and tight and they go left and right. and Rain, um, good rain. You know, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so it's, that's another good thing about your videos. You, you're, you're, every dog is slightly different. So um, I, can, I can pick different things out of different videos to, sure. to train her to, to be exactly how I, I would want her for, for, for me. Yeah, um, it's a custom. You know, you're going to be custom molding it to what – to yeah. what your style of hunt is going to be, uh, to what your lifestyle is going to be. You know, some people are going to, some people keep dogs inside. Some people keep dogs outside. There's a different, there's a, just a different lifestyle. I, and I'm not, up, I'm not for or against any of it. I just think that it's got to fit, fit you guys. It's got to fit what you guys are doing. And so I, I'm, I, you know, with Callie, she struggles to get out because her foundation is so damn good. Like she's really solid on heel, but that's what they trained her for. They were not going to flush with her. They were going to use her to pick up. And so yeah. they've, they've, she's got, you know, she's about 16 months. So she's got 14 months of habits to, that are formed real solid. And now I have to figure out how to like unwind some of that stuff and, and kind of rewire it is how I'm going to do yeah. it. Um, and so, but, but, again like i i'm a i'm an efficiency guy i like the idea of efficiency and when i look at it now i go if she, if she were my dog from the start i wouldn't be having this challenge right now so like i'm going to become a better trainer because of her because i got yeah. if, if she was my dog i wouldn't be dealing with this like she'd she'd get out she'd have nice range uh she might not have as good a heel work because she's got such good heel work i may not have put that good at you know, put it, put it into her that well. So it's, it's a, um, make no mistake. Like I'm learning, like I'm trying to figure stuff out. I ran into a hell of a time with her, um, about episode seven or eight. Like it's a mess. You're, you'll love it. It's a real mess. I mean, it, it, it didn't go very good. And so, and then we've gotten, we've had some real, um, we've had some real cold temperatures here. I mean, we haven't been above zero, uh, for two weeks now. So like we haven't done much, um, outside of very, very minimal stuff outside. So, but I, but I had this, I had this moment where I had to go stop worrying about it. It'll be okay. We'll figure it out. And I thought about it and I figured out some things in my head that I'm going to try, but now I'm just waiting for the weather. But like, I think we're going to do things differently. And I'm excited to share it with you guys through that series, because it will be different than what you have seen with, you know, name the dog on any series, because it's just a different she had a different starting point. So, yeah. um, you know, you're, you're nice. It's nice for you because you're going to mold Pippa into what you, what you want. And that might be different than what Tim down the road wants or Joe from across the street wants. That doesn't matter. Like yeah. that's what Matt needs, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, it's like Bella. I've watched loads of the Bella one. Um, and like you, you had the opposite problem with her. She, she was, yeah. she was too steady, and then you had to unsteady her with, with, yeah. with, with the food. Um, sure. And I, I'm having the opposite problem of with Pippa as to what I thought thought I would have. 
she's really steady off off the lead, but I can't. As soon as I put a lead on her, she goes mad, doesn't she? She's yeah. she thinks it's like a a, a play thing, so she rolls yeah. on her back. Um, she sure. starts biting the lead. So. Like you, you need to remember, like yeah, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint, and we're perhaps pushing it too early sure. for the lead. Yeah. I don't know what the appropriate time is to introduce the, the lead, but she had her last job yesterday, so she'll be able to go for a walk for the first time outside sure. uh, next week on Thursday. So mm -hmm. maybe that will be different. She will be distracted with the whole outside, and then she will yeah. not pick sure. it on the lead. I suppose we're kind of hoping that she's going to concentrate on everything outside sure. rather than the lead, but we don't know yet until next week. So yeah. Um, now, in in so this is a good. This will be a good reminder for you going forward too. Um, keep in mind, really young, you know, twelve weeks. So I and and this is like about that twelve week range is usually when I see them get to the point where prior to twelve weeks. Most times, most dogs, I don't necessarily see a huge need for the lead because now this depends on where you're taking them. You know, if you're taking them down, if you're taking them outside where there's cars and stuff. Yeah, you got to be careful because that by 12 weeks, I can't catch them. They're faster than me. By 12 yeah. weeks, if they want to run away, they can. And they, I, so you got to be safe about it. But I live, I live way out in the country and, and I don't see, a, you know, I don't see a lot, a lot of traffic and I certainly can get where there is no traffic. So when they're, when we're talking, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 weeks old, I really see this tendency for them to have a bit of hesitancy with their confidence because they go, I don't know that I want to be that far away from him. I don't know that I want to just run off. And so they're, they're, they're already like kind of, and so I always talk about taking advantage of that time frame and making sure I practice recall and they get this habit of, you know, coming to me and get out so far and come back. I think it's an early way of developing that range, that desirable range. You get so far away and then you check, check back in, you get so far away, you check back in. And, and there's ways of doing it where I'm silent. That's the other thing I, I was going to mention, you know, when you watch me, when you watch some of those films that I'm doing, I'm a, I'm a real jabber box, man. I talk a whole lot and I need to shut up when it comes to the dogs, like it's, it'd be way more effective if I was quiet, but yeah, it's yeah. very difficult to convey to you. Yeah. What I'm going through. What, yeah. what, right. Exactly. So, so I, I think a lot of times, you know, going for a little walk with this 10 week, 12 week old puppy and just letting them get out to a certain distance, I'm paying attention to them and they're maybe paying attention to me to a degree, but they're also getting to that point now where they get a little bit more confident they get a little bit more bold they get about a little bit further from me because the nose leads them to something because they're they're just they've settled in to this comfort zone and their personalities are coming out and so at those moments are when I just turn and I walk away from them without saying a word and then they look up and they're scared because they go he's gone you know he left me and then and when I read that body language I go no 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 come on come on, come on. I'm right here and all of a sudden they go oh shit there he is gotta go yeah. And, yeah. and they come running and then they start to learn, maybe I should pay a little bit more attention. Now, yeah. at some point, they're going to get to the point where they go, see you, dad. <laughs> I want to go, you know, and, yeah. and, and that's where I start to go. And it's not so easy necessarily to get them back because they go, no, I'll stay over here for a while. And I want that's when this little light bulb goes on in my head and I go, well, it's time to put them on a lead. Because if I can't, if they run off and I can't get them back, I can't allow them to have the opportunity to run off and not be able to get them back. Because if I can't enforce it, if I can't get them, 
then what? You know, so I, I go, well, we'll I'll, I got beat this time. You beat me. But next time I'm not going to allow it. So now it goes back to this idea of setting them up to be successful. So now I say, come on, people, let's go outside. I know what you're going to do because you did it to me yesterday. You ran off and you won't come back. And I, I was maybe upset about it at the moment. I don't hold grudges. I let that go. I said, I'll learn from it. Now, today we're going to go out, Pippa, and you're going to be on a lead because the second you want to run away, I'm going to go, ah, 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 not today. You're with me. And now you look at it and you go, I don't really have to get mad at the dog. I don't have to get upset. I don't have to try to figure out how to trick them into coming back to me. But I, I get through this next phase of this little puppy. decide, And then this little puppy goes, I can't just run off. Now, now he's got another layer of control of me. Now, that's where the need comes in like it's a timing thing of when it's needed and when maybe just before that that I start to recognize and realize it's coming where I want to start to introduce that lead because you know you've got a dog right now that you put the lead on and she thinks it's a game I mean it sounds yeah. like it kind of wants to play roll around she thinks it's a thing, yeah she yeah and so it's it's that's why and I didn't we message about tie out did I message you about tie out or was that somebody else? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. The, the tie up method. Yeah. Yeah, you did. So yeah. it's a good time to. So that's the reason I like to tie a pup out like at that age, 10 to 12 weeks. I think before that is a little early. Like I think it's a little bit shocking for them to be left alone like that. And I don't necessarily want to them questioning anything as far as like their trust and confidence in me. So I don't necessarily do it real, real, real early, but 10, 12 weeks. That would be a good age. Um, but so we just put a stake in the ground with a short lead, four foot maybe, and a flat collar, not a, not a slip or anything like that, just a flat nylon collar. And then I leave them alone and it becomes miserable and warn your neighbors because, you know, they'll, they're going to know that Pippa's out because she'll whine and she'll cry and she'll fuss and she'll bark and she'll, it, and she, but she's going to pull. She's going to pull on that and she's going to want, you know, she's not even going to know what it is at first. And she's going to run and she's going to catch herself and startle herself. And then she's going to panic a little bit. And sometimes they freeze and they all respond to it a little bit differently, but they have to learn to figure that they figure out that when they pull on something that it, it's not going to give in. They're not going to just turn the, the stake. Isn't going to decide to say, I give up. You can go. They're going to end up wrestling it out. And I don't want to be on the other end of it because it's not the most pleasurable thing for them. But what they need to understand is if I pull, it's uncomfortable. If I just move closer to the stake, it turns the pressure off and it's not that bad. And quite honestly, it's not the worst thing in the world to be just sitting here. So now all of a sudden the light bulb goes on to them of if I pull, it hurts. If I go close, it turns off. And now that discovery comes without me being on the other end of it. Because me on the other end of it, I've got emotions. I get worked up. My dog wants to nip and bite and pull and bark and whine and fuss. And I get a little upset about that. And all of a sudden now I'm correcting the dog and I'm pulling a little bit too hard where my, I get involved with it and I screw it up. And the other thing is, is the dog says, you're the problem. You're the reason I'm having this discomfort. I don't want that. So let them figure it out with an inanimate object. I don't care if they hate the stake in the ground. I want them to love me. You would leave them completely, completely outside on, on their own. Completely. You, you watch them. They can't see you because it's too tempting. If they can see you, they're going to go, mom, mom, dad, dad, come get me. Yeah. So yeah. I go, I go and I close the door and I watch them through the window and they don't realize I'm right there. Yeah. And I watch it and I watch it and they fuss and they fuss and they fuss. Now I have had some dogs that will fuss for 45 minutes, an hour before they show any signs of giving in. They almost tire themselves out 
to the point where they just finally give in and quit out of exhaustion. I've had some that pull, 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 and then they just go, eh, and they go closer and they lay down. And so it's reading that and then going, I, t- I think timing is real important. And so when they give in, when they say, I give up, I'm done fighting you. I, st- I, I realize if I stop fighting, it's better. <sighs> they take this deep breath, they lay down. I'll, I'll, I'll count maybe 1,001, 1,002, 1,003. Make sure that it's not just temporary, that they're going to start fighting it again. Make sure it's a real, I give up. They're waving a white flag. And then I open the door and I walk out and I go, oh, very nice, Pippa. Well done. I pet her. I tell her how good she is. And I say, come on in. Let's go inside. I unclip her. I bring her inside. And we're done with it. And so then we'll redo that exercise until it gets to the point where she, the fighting becomes a lot less duration-wise yeah. to give in. And then all of a sudden, pretty quick, you got this dog that you can take out, clip onto that, clip onto that little short lead. And she goes, no reason in fighting it. I'll just be here. They'll come get me. And all of a sudden now they give in. And so now when we go to the idea of putting them on a lead and she goes out and wants to run and jump in front of me, I just give her a little bit of pressure. And she thinks she can't help but think back to that idea of being tied out in the yard and go, oh, that's that same feeling I had on my neck. Get back to the stake. Turn it off. And so now I can be there to be like, oh, good girl. Very nice. Mark, let her know that was a good decision. You know, so now she comes a little closer. And so, and then pretty soon, because you've got that good eye contact, pretty soon she understands that you're on the other end of that. And she'll start looking up at you because she'll go, what do you want to do? And now she's looking to you just like she comes to you and sits down and looks up to you. What do you want to do, dad? Now she's going to look at you and she'll tut, 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 and she'll start to develop feel of where her shoulder is to wherever you ask her to do it. I, I think it's real important to start right away in the right position. Don't let her take a foot or two ahead because she's going to start thinking that's where it's supposed to be. It's way yeah. harder to get her conditioned to that and then bring her back in than it is yeah. to just say, let's start out right here. If anything, start out a half step back because as they na- naturally take that extra half step, oh, she's right in, right, she's right in the right spot. Yeah, and then there's, there's that trick that you do with the lead, putting the lead behind your behind your legs. So yeah. when your legs go back, it, let it the legs be the yeah. Let the legs be the checker, and that's something that you know. Um, there's a guy, um, um, Talamy Mike, I think is his name. Uh, it's a DVD. He's a, he's a British trainer. Um, What's he called? Uh, grab in my yeah, Google it. Uh, it's it's Talamy, I think is his last name. T A L L A M Y. Um, he's got a, I think his name is Mike. Ben's going to check it out. Yeah, Mike. Brindle Bay is his, Brindle Bay. Yeah, Mike Tallamy is his name. Uh, great trainer. I've got a video. Um, they have a really nice series. Uh, it's called, uh, maybe see what that series is. It's called, uh, Life of a Gundog, I think. It's like nine, it's like nine videos. I bought them. Um, I, I bought them and had them shipped here. Really, it's really interesting. They have four dogs out of the same litter and they raise these four different dogs. And so you see a lot of differences out of it, um, but yeah. real good. And so I never did that behind the legs thing until I watched that video. And so I usually held it across my front and I'd be here to make a correction. Well, then I realized if I just drape it around my legs and I hold on to the other side, my legs actually act as a constant correction for the dog it physically, if the dog moves out too far as I'm taking a step, it's this natural little bump. Now, I don't think that's the way I was. I don't start out that way. I use that as my regulator once the dog understands the concept. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just just going back to the, putting her on the on the peg in in the garden. How long? Yeah. Uh, so Pippa's age, 12, 12 weeks. Yeah. How long would you let her whine and scream for? I, I know you were saying like forty five minutes. As long is as it, too much for. As long as it takes for her to stop. So what you can't do is yeah. if it's an hour, it's an hour. If it's two hours, it's two hours. Well, most dogs will tire out by then. But what you can't do yeah. is now, now we got to think about the mentality of what is the dog getting out of this and what are they learning and why? So they're learning that if they pull, it's uncomfortable. If they get close to the object, it's not. So that's one thing. But they're also learning that if they're quiet and not making a fuss and not wrestling with that damn steak, they're going to, yeah. dad's going to, dad's going to come out and get me. If I'm quiet, yeah. he'll come and get and save me. So the idea is if they fuss and they whine and they make a hell of a lot of noise and you go out there, the next time they're going to say, what got him out here? Yeah. Whining, fussing and making a mess, making yeah. a big scene. So next time what their mentality is do that. Cause that's what got him out here. And I'll do it that much longer, that much harder, that much louder. So we have to time that reward, which it is a reward for them to, for you to come out there and take them off the lead is a reward. They're, they're getting what they want, Yeah. but it's yeah. gotta be correlated and timed out with a desirable behavior. And that desirable behavior is just sit there and be quiet. And what will end up happening is, is eventually they get so comfortable with it. I think it's a really nice skill to have. I think it's a really nice skill to have. I think it's a, you know how important it is to me to be able to tell a dog, just sit and they sit down and then I go about my business. I do my thing and I trust them. I believe that they'll just sit there. I, I love the way that all your three dogs like, will just have their own place in, in sure. your lounge yeah. and just stay there and just watch what you do all the whole time. So valuable. Right. It's so yeah. comfortable. It's so yeah. it's such a nice thing to have. And and it transfers to the field, too. You know that it's I use it every day just in my life, but it also transfers to the hunt. And so, you know, we're, we're going to be moving. We're going to be packing this stuff up. We're going to be doing this. You know, for us over here, we're setting decoys. We're putting out, you know, if we're duck hunting, we're going to put decoys out. We're going to we need to do all these things. And if there's a dog running around and getting into stuff, and it's just a it's a nightmare and no one likes it. So what I like to do is to have the ability to go sit down. And then yeah. that means they sit and they'll wait until I say, OK, now you can come with. So yeah. that's a real nice thing to have. But when they're real little and I when they're real little, I'm a believer in the idea of I have to give them a lot of focus. And if I've got a lot of other things going on, I'm not focusing on them. They know it. If I'm distracted by something, they know it. And all of a sudden, the little puppy decides to creep and I don't catch him. So now I turn around and the dog's halfway closer than it was. And there is absolutely no way for me to say, no, 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 go back to your spot unless I catch him doing it. So if, yeah. I'm, if, if you don't time it right, it doesn't work. And so the idea of having the ability with a young dog that I'm a little bit concerned with, I don't want them running around and there might be, may, might be danger if they run around. So I'm going to say, put a stake in the ground, have a three foot piece of lead and put the lead on and say, now I'm going to go do this thing over here. It's this peace of mind that I know the dog is right where it needs to be without the idea of me having to watch it. When yeah. they're older, I'd like to be able to say, sit down. But until yeah. that point, 
it's a great skill. You know, you know. it's really interesting because I'm 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 always conscious of of that she's very young at the moment. She's my previous dog I had from six months, so she was she'd gone through the puppy stage mainly. She sure. she was a young dog when I had her, but she's gone through the real puppy stage. Um, this is my first or our first puppy, um, like proper puppy, from very young. And I'm, I'm always conscious of not pushing it too far in case I scare her or um, I, I, I do more damage than good. Um, so, it's, so it's really interesting that, so that you, even at her age, um, you, even if it went on for two hours outside in the garden, just, just, yeah. just let her Yeah, you know, so to that point, I like hearing you say that. Uh, it, to me, it, to me, I'm looking at it and I'm going, you're thinking a lot about the big picture. So you're thinking about the idea of what impact might this have? And I like the idea of that. I like the idea of understanding like everything's connected. So let's be careful of what we put in and make sure it's not negative. I think, and, and so it's clear to me too, that not a lot of dog like this is your is this your second dog total in, that you've trained well yeah my own my our own sure. dog yeah yeah sure. I, so, I, I, we had dogs in the family as, as when i was kids but yeah my my own dogs yeah yeah so this is really number two and i'm looking at that and i'm going there's a there's a point where people are paralyzed because they're not sure they're, you know, they, they, we're afraid to make the mistake. So we're afraid to do anything. And I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you have to be aware of it. And so I don't, and I'm not saying that's what you have at all, but I do think that hearing that, that there is that sense of not sure in, in, in your voice, when you say, you know, I'm a, I'm a little hesitant to do it. That doesn't mean you're afraid to do it, but it also tells me that you're not so confident that you're just going to do something. And so no. I'm a believer in the oh. balance. Yeah. It, it's, it's because I haven't been through, I'd say, proper training. This is my first first time at proper training. And sure. I don't know enough to see what comes out the other end. So I'm going on more the cautious side than the, than the sort of pulling the china shop side. Um, because yeah. I'm just... Yeah, exactly, and that's and that's why I find your videos so fascinating because I've just learned so much from them. And you don't need it's it's not a lot of it's what you say, but it's also your body language and and how you deal with the dog with your body language as well. Sure. Just little things like when they're when they're sat down and you're walking around them, just when they're when they're pups and you, you put the lead down on the floor, you don't walk up to them face on. You 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 side up to them. Sure. Just tiny things like that make, just tiny details like that make all the difference. Yeah, and it's, it's understanding that that's how they talk, you know? Like, yeah. you, it's understanding that. And then, and then it's also because I've walked up to them so many times where it makes them kind of duck out on me. I've realized yeah. I, can't do, I can't do that. I could continue to do it, but it wouldn't work, you know? Like, so it's seeing that. And the difference for me and you is I've made the mistakes so many times that I've been able to figure out a lot of times how to avoid some of that where for you like I always tell people raising dogs isn't a spectator sport you can't you can't you can watch all the videos you want you won't be able to train your dog until you put the boots on the ground and you actually do it which is what you're experiencing what you're doing I love yeah. that I think it's real good that you've got a cautiousness about it 
but the reasoning behind it maybe is more important. You see, you understand that there can be ramifications of stuff. You, you recognize that, but I also, so now, so because you feel, because I'm sensing this in the conversation, I don't want to see you paralyzed by hesitation. I want you to understand the real resilient as well. Like that's the beauty of them. Like I can't, it's hard to screw them up. So don't be, now I say that because you already are cautious. If you were a mental, if I got this sense from you of, hell, I'll just throw it at the wall and see if it sticks. Then I'd say, be careful because certain things could really impact. I'm not going to tell you because of your, because of what I'm getting from you. This is just comes into reading stuff. I'm not going to tell you, be very cautious, Matt, because I'm afraid that would have you become a little bit less confident and a little bit more hesitant to do things. And here's the thing. So we're talking about how I'm reading this and how I'm trying to feed, I'm trying to give you uh, stuff that'll help, like that'll be beneficial. The dog is reading you the same that I read you. The dog is reading you the value, the importance of the, how the dog reads you is equally as important as how you read it, maybe more important. And so sometimes I tell people that are a little bit hesitant to make a decision. And I just, I get, I get point blunt and I, I just get right to it. And I say, make a decision, Matt. Now I'm not saying in this case, but there are conversations where I'll say, just go with it. Like do you, you've educated yourself to the most you can. You watched as many videos as you can. You've read about it as much as you can. Now it's literally doing it and responding based on how the dog reacts. And you, you're, you're in the moment decision may be wrong. If you watch some of my videos, I could watch them and tell you, and trust me, people on YouTube tell it to me all the time. So I, there are plenty of things when you watch that video, you did this wrong. You should have done this. Well, clearly at 13 minutes and 42 seconds, you should have saw that. And I look at that and I go, you're damn right. You are right. But you go in front of the camera and you start doing it with the dog, not knowing, not having the luxury of sitting in a lazy boy and watching the show. You do it in the moment and then tell me that you'll never make a mistake. Because if you do, I'll hire you. You should come and work for me. I need people like that. But so it's at times I make mistakes, but I make them with a little bit of confidence. And in the that doesn't make the result any different. But what it doesn't do is it doesn't jeopardize the dog's me in the dog's eyes. The dog still looks at me like he's the boss. I don't care if he is wrong. He is the boss. And I look at that and I go, there's value in it because I won't make all the right decisions. So for you at times, you're going to go think it through and then you're going to go, you know what? Nothing happens if we don't do anything. So we're going to do it. And then you're going to look at it and go, oops, that was wrong. We'll change it. And then we won't, we won't do the same thing. And Pippa's going to look at you with a lot more respect because she's going to go, whatever he says, I'll do it. Even if it's wrong. It's, it's, but it's within reason, you know, you don't make gigantic mistakes. You don't, we don't decide, yeah. you know, I, I'm not, I'm not saying this, and this is a good one to, to good example to use. I'm not saying this to say, Hey, let's intro her to gunfire, get the 12 gauge out. Let's just go do it. I'm going to make the decision real confident. No, that's the wrong decision. Like, even if you made it the decision confidently, it's wrong. So, but it's thinking that stuff through. It's the little subtle decisions that happen. Like when, when there's a training session going on, there's a million little micro decisions that get made and there it's, it's this fluid 
it's, it's being fluid as a trainer. It's having, and that comes with confidence. Um, it comes with, and confidence comes with experience. And so the more opportunity you have to make these little micro decisions and then read the results and recognize that worked good or that didn't work good. And then make a micro adjustment on the fly like that. That to me, to me, a good trainer is, is, is able to make a lot of little micro adjustments based on what they read and not necessarily always perfect with the decision or, or making it right or wrong. It's instead like make a decision, read it, make another decision, read it, make another. And then eventually you start to like, you start to get a little bit sharper, you know, and it starts to click. It starts to make sense and dogs feed off of it that way. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's amazing. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna be very because if I tell Matt that this is happening, he'll have a list of questions. As opposed to if you're asking my questions, he would have no idea this was going to happen. Totally unprepared. Yeah, totally yeah. unprepared. But you know what? Oh, that's a good. That's a good example of like it's a it's a it's a read and react type thing. You know, like you're totally right. If we had, and it's part of why I didn't want to. It's part of it's part of why I want to surprise you. So first off, I, I just thought it would be fun to surprise you. I thought it'd be I, I thought that would be fun, but. And it is. I, I'm enjoying. I'm really enjoying it. But I, well, think- I was even surprised that you messaged us back on Instagram. I just thought you'd have got thousands of messages every day. We get a bunch. Um, I mean, the message you sent us sent us on Instagram was you'd clearly you'd clearly seen the video, um, watched it properly, and spent the time to 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 reply in a quite a long message. And detailed as well. But it was the level of detail you went into. A lot you do on your videos. It's just well, I think I think it's, really. I think it's important because you know we we we're, we're a really small company and we sell products. I mean, we sell training products. But if you don't provide how to use them what good are the products? You know what I mean? Like, so we, I look at it and I go, we have to support the stuff we do with information. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm a big believer. Everyone's got their own different ideas when it comes to business stuff. But I just think that we have to look like our company has to look at our, us and we have to decide what is our, what's the reasoning for existing? What, what, what is our purpose? And the bottom line is it's to help people enjoy their dogs more. I think if people enjoy their dogs more, that's what we're doing our job. The business part will follow suit. Like, I'm not worried about that. But what we have not, like, how did you find out? Did you find our stuff on YouTube? Yeah, I just, I just typed in on YouTube, um, gun dog training, and, and yeah. yours came up. And I'd never heard of, of Dog Bone Hunter or yourself sure. previously before. Um, and then I clicked on the, the first one was, uh, I think it was a Bella one. But it was like episode 60 or no, it was episode like 15 or somewhere around there where, where she was going into the water. Um, yeah. And then from that point on, I was, I was like, hooked. so I was like, oh, hang on a second. There's, there's 126 episodes here. Yeah. Let's go back to the beginning. And then I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is, what, yeah. this is just what I want. Well, I'm um, glad. And I, so. I think, I just think that that's, that's, it's exactly what we're trying to do. And, and it's what we, we really put a lot of effort into trying to make sure happens. And, you know, I, I, when, when she reached out and asked about this, I thought, 
I just think it's a good, I, I think it's better to surprise you because it'd be more fun, but I also think it's better to get you, catch you where you can go, what's on your mind right now? Like, let's talk. Like, because I, if, because it goes back to that paralyzed thing. Like you'd been more prepared if you knew we were going to do this because you'd have had a whole list of stuff. But, I don't, yeah. but, but at the same time, I can prepare all I want to go out in the field with my dog for a session. You've seen it. I've had a list of things. We're going to do this, this, and this. And we don't get one of them done because none of it goes the way I wanted it to. So the reality is, is how things really happen in life aren't always we took notes and we followed an outline and we hit the agenda and we had the high points. You know, there's a reason why I wanted to have a beer with you. Now it's your birthday, but I also wanted to have beer because I figured if it were me, if I were you, I'd go, I could really take the edge off right now. I could use a beer like that would feel that would taste real good. And so another yeah. reason why we add that in. Yeah. Well, it's my, my year, I think. <laughs> um, uh, I can't believe you. Yeah, well, I can't believe you kept so quiet about it. And oh man, it's just yeah, it's made my like I say, it's made my year. And oh, awesome, just, I'm glad. Keep doing, keep doing what, keep doing what you're doing because yeah, it will just blow. I'm sure it will blow up. I'm, I'm we're in we're in England. Um, it will blow up across the world. I, I'm sure it will. And um, I really appreciate it. The level the level of detail that you go into. The care. the the care that gets put into it, the the truth behind it is 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 a really important thing for me because you just get you get to see everything. You don't get to see the highlights. It's not like Facebook where everything's highlights. It sure. it is the nitty gritty, and that that's what sets you apart. And it, it's 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 truly amazing. Really thank you so much, Larry. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Cheers, Jeremy. I appreciate you guys. We'll uh um again. It doesn't end here. You know, you if don't hesitate to send messages, and and I appreciate your patience because just like everybody else, um sometimes it takes me a little while to get back. But um I I I that's that's the stuff that keeps me going. That just that's motivation to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were just. Chuff that you even message. We weren't even expecting a message back because um, you just you must have hundreds of thousands a week or a day or whatever. Um, so, I mean, so chuff that you message back, and well, this is just amazing. So, really appreciate it. Thank, thank you so much. Yeah, right, come over and I'll take you on a shoot. Would love to. Would love to. Now, be careful if be careful if my wife hears this because. My wife's a big traveler, and she just would love to do that kind of stuff. So we might have to take oh, you up on it. I know you have little uh, girls, and I'm, I love kids. So you all are more than welcome to come and stay with us. Like, thank honestly, you so much. It will be such a, such a pleasure to have you. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate it.